Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Daily Do-Rag. So, because it's a new year, I'm, like, I'm not, like, starting the podcast over, but, like, I'm just making some tweaks and some changes since I feel like I'm coming back because I feel like I've been out of commission for a while because it's been, like, gone. And so, this is, like, my new, like, starting, my new beginning since it's a new year. So... Since it's a new year and everything, I got my boys with me to start my new, uh, my first episode. So y'all introduce yourself one at a time since Corey obviously don't know how this works. <laughs> Corey, you go first. Uh, all right. So, uh, this is Ja Rule. Corey Davis. Uh, I'm a junior at the University of Louisville. I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. Sports administration major. <laughs> Shut your ass. Uh, trying to minor in business. Um... And happy to be here, man. All right, Will. Uh, my name's Will. I ain't no, I ain't no newbie to this. You're not. <laughs> uh, I'm a senior at the University of Louisville, major in psychology, minor in criminal justice. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. So this episode, we just gonna really like reflect, I guess, on like 2020 and like the mistakes we made and like the the. I guess the negative things that happen and like the things we want to like change in like 2021. Um, so I guess like I'll start off. I mean, like for me, um, there was a lot of positives with 2021. I mean, like COVID wasn't no positive, but like it helped me like because of COVID, I wasn't like working. So therefore I wasn't staying in Louisville. So I like, I went home and stayed with my mother. And so that really helped a lot. Cause I didn't realize how, like I moved when I, I, I moved out at 18 to go to school. And from that point on, I did not go back and I'm 26. And so I'm very close to my family, but I just never realized how much they miss me and how much I miss them and how much, um, you know, I was needed at home. Um, so that was good to like build a bond, to, to like, re- it, it, it almost felt like I was rebuilding the bond with them. Cause my, I mean, my mom told me, you haven't been home this long since you left for school. And I mean, that's true. Um, and then, you know, I met my baby mother, uh, Bree, and so we started dating oh, and everything. <laughs> so there was a lot of positives, but there was a, there was, there was a lot of negatives, because, you know. We'll talk about the negatives, brother. Yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> um, <laughs> let somebody know. Somebody want to hear the good song uh-uh, shit. Uh-uh. Let's just say this. Okay. In 2020, I really had to, and these two can attest to this. I really had to take a step back and um, deal with like my emotions and how I was dealing with my emotions and how I was lashing out and everything. Basically, I said I couldn't be out here fighting nobody no more. I couldn't be out here just lashing out over the phone, screaming and yelling. Screaming and yelling no more. There was there, you know, I took a during that first time in COVID or whatever, I took a lot of there was a lot of self what what's that word? Self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I I did need a little, a little, a little help there. Mm-hmm. Um, so what 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 that was my biggest like takeaway from 2020 is like 
making sure I got my own self and my own like mental health and emotions in check. So what would y'all say y'all biggest takeaway from 2020 was? Let me go get some more wine. I'm a little go first. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, biggest takeaway from 2021. Um, 2020. I mean, 2020. 2020. Yeah, you're right. I've been drinking. Forgive me. <laughs> but uh, let me see. Um, I would definitely say everything is temporary. Damn. I'm going to start off with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start off with that. Hey, take his drink. <laughs> <laughs> nah, really. It's and, and I mean that in the, in the most, like, Mm, I don't know the word, but I, I just feel like nothing, nothing lasts forever. So enjoy the moment while it's there. Enjoy it while it's there, because things and people come and go left and right. Like somebody might be here today with you, and you having a good time. You think you got all the time in the world with them, and they gone tomorrow, whether it's from death or whatever the case may be. So definitely enjoy the moment, especially with COVID happening in 2020. Yeah, that that was that. Like that's definitely I, I think a lot of people can attest to what you just said. Like well, what 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 COVID just did. Yeah, like being it go from being out with your friends one day at the club to the next day. There is no club. There is no going out. Y'all got a curfew on top of that. And then um it's like it's it's just like I don't know. Every everything is temporary, like I said. So just enjoy the moment while it's there. Live in the moment because you never know what tomorrow brings, and tomorrow's not promised. So you might not get it tomorrow. And I'm gonna take that a step further. Not only know that everything is temporary, know like who is temporary. Because like, <laughs> like you know, that's another thing COVID really helped me see is as y'all know. Me and Alyssa, <coughs> Alyssa Milan Betts, NBA. Okay, we was out. Okay, anybody, a lot of people know us simply for being out. Like, it, it, you know, they may not know us personally, but they know because they done seen us here, there, and everywhere. You know, and there was a lot of people that I called quote unquote friend before COVID. But then COVID hit, and like Will just said, suddenly there wasn't no club no more. There wasn't no RB no more. There wasn't no brunch and beats no more. Man. And that type of stuff, like once all of that is gone, like you really see who's actually there for you and who's actually your friend. And it, that's a, you know, almost like a life-changing experience. I mean, I know I got Will and Corey, you know, to the day I die, but there was a lot of people that I thought, oh, we was this, we was that, and you actually, we we was only cool because we went out together. Or you was hitting me up trying to find out where to move, or I was trying, I was hitting you up trying to find out where to move. Now that there ain't no move, and you know, I'm going to work and stuff like that. No purpose. And yeah, you ain't got nothing, you you ain't got nothing for me no more. All of a sudden I can't get you to answer the phone or something no more. Yeah. So Court. Court. Let's see. Let's find out what Ja Rule has to say. <laughs> if y'all didn't know Court was from New York. I, I would say my biggest takeaway 2020, aside from COVID and all of that is to always put yourself first. Say that. Say that. Say that. Always put yourself first. And it it goes deeper than than that. So people tend to put a lot of things before them that are more than just people. Whether it's their 
uh, whether it's it's people, um, your 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 job, um, your your dreams and aspirations. People tend to put a lot of things before themselves, and they forget they they well being, they self care, mm-hmm. they forget to, to take care of themselves. And you saw that over COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people drove themselves crazy because they didn't know who they was. Yeah. If you see a lot of people's social media Ooh, posts, I found that. myself in 2020. Yeah. yeah say but that. But it shouldn't take you a pandemic to find yourself. Hey, mm. come on, Pat the Hey. Speaking facts, man. Like, I would have came in my Sunday uh, best. I was like, if I'd have had his wife back, I would have cut a step. <laughs> <laughs> but that—that was—that would be my biggest takeaway, man. I feel like a lot more people should step away from their relationships, take a take a step away from your commitments in, in life and and jobs and. Step away from your fucking pet. Step away from things that I don't may know. Wait a minute step, now. Step, away, <laughs> step away from the things that may be taking your priorities or taking your time and find out who you are so that you don't live your life with regrets. Ooh, say that. Figure so, out who you are as a person. Speaking of regrets, what would y'all say y'all biggest regret <sighs> in 2020 was? Ugh. Biggest what? Regret. In 2020? Yeah. Country is here. Boy, shut. <laughs> Biggest regret. Just say you like the southern accent. Just right. say that. I'm about to just say, say that. that. Just say you like the accent and go on. <laughs> okay, because niggas sat here, niggas sat here and sucked down my chicken and, ma- and mashed potatoes here. Talking about some, where's the rest? <laughs> That was so, some fine ass chicken. <laughs> I called you. So, anyways, I'll, I guess I'll start off. Um, my biggest regret in 2020 was giving people who didn't deserve my attention, respect, whatever, a lot more um, attention than they deserved. You know, and in the beginning of 2020, I wouldn't say the the latter part of 2020, I gave people and things and situations a lot more than needed to. You know, you, my advice, I guess my best advice, well, no, I'm gonna say my advice for 2024 later. But anyway, that'd be my biggest regret is I giving people and things time that didn't need to be given. Find yourself, focus on yourself. Okay, that's, that's not the that's question. The message. Let's go back to the question. What was your biggest regret in 2020? The way I spent my money. <laughs> the way you spent your money? Yeah. Oh, you was balling, huh? Yeah. Got that stimmy and went I'm out of control. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> I got a lot more than the stimmy. Oh, okay. I, I All should, right. I should have thought better with my money. That's how I go. And it takes, it takes a mistake to realize how you can move better in the future. So maybe your mistake of messing up your money in 2020, but getting more money in 2021, that was to prepare you for that. So when you get that extra stimmy in 2021, that 1400 or whatever it is, two grand, whatever it is. We buy them, we waiting on that 2000. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when people flex with <laughs> my money on the TL. <laughs> Niggas just want an inauguration, but where's my money? But anyway, I also want my money. That's all I <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> maybe that 
that mistake for you? Was that mistake of you messing up your money in 2020 was meant for you so that in 2021, when you come into more money than that, because there might already be more money planned for you to have, you know how to you know how to move it. You know how to put it aside, put it up, invest in it, whatever you want to do. So maybe you had to go through that. Personally, I feel like it was that unemployment, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, niggas was at the unemployment office for days. <laughs> I know niggas hitting me like, hey, can you spot me such and such or such? And I got them, but I'm like, damn, that unemployment is that bad? That, now, listen, <laughs> they on that? That unemployment hit my account. I said, I ain't never going to work again. <laughs> so listen, I will be a stay-at-home husband. All you right. hear me? Filing for unemployment. My mama was cooking three meals a day. <laughs> I ain't had to worry about no bills, nothing, and I got a check. I said I ain't never going back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. For me, I have. I don't want to say regrets. Lately, not even lately. Probably within like a past year or two. I want to say like, as far as regrets go, I feel like I read this quote one day by Jake, Jacob put it out on Twitter. And it was like, um, I'm at ease, my heart is at ease knowing that whatever misses me was not meant for me and whatever is meant for me never misses me. So as far as regrets though, there have been things that I wish would have turned out differently or I would have went about the situation differently or it would have just like never happened at all. But I feel like that's just a setup for whatever is, is to come. You feel me like, so as far as regrets go, I don't regret anything because I feel like everything serves a purpose. Everything serves a purpose in this life, in my life. So anything that happened to me that I didn't want to happen or that I wish happened differently or that I could have, if I had it my way, I would have turned it differently or put a spin on it differently. I just feel like it, it wasn't It wasn't meant for it to be that way. And it set me up for something great. But however, I am human. So <laughs> I do feel like certain things could have Maybe played out differently for the time being because my greater comeback has not been yet for those situations. Um, <laughs> I feel like. Shut up. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> I, I, I am not drunk. That's I've a, just been drinking. That's a lie, y'all. This wine bottle almost full of gum. <laughs> and when he came in here, he was like, you got something stronger than wine. Like, yeah, <laughs> so that is a lie. But go uh, ahead. <laughs> now, look, so seriously, like, I just feel like I, re- I regret, if anything, I regret not, I would say what Corey said, not putting myself first. Mm. In certain, in all, in certain situations, because at the end of the day, you are the only one who has to go to sleep with yourself and has to wake up with yourself. That's true. So whatever decisions you make throughout the day affect you and only you. They might affect other people at certain points of their life or at certain moments of the day, but except for my dog. <laughs> but all in all, you are. You're you. You're who those decisions, every decision you make affects you in some way, somehow. So looking out for you and having your best interest at heart is something you have to do. It might not be something you want to do, but for your better being in the future, in the near future, whatever future you have, it's you have to do it. I understand you might want to be there for other people. You might want to look out for other people, but you can't, you can't do that if your glass is not 
You feel me? Pull. Yeah. You can't you can't pour from a glass that's empty. And that's another thing I, that really helped with me going home, cause you know, if y'all didn't know, all, most of y'all should know. Ain't nothing like going home to your mama. That is one thing that I realized going home for COVID. You know, because like I said, at home, when, you know, we had COVID and everything, I really ain't had no responsibility. Bridget was going to make sure everything was taken care of. She was just happy to have her baby home. So she she didn't mind cooking and cleaning and everything. She, she didn't mind doing it. And that helped me rest and rejuvenate and recharge and realize that I was giving, 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 giving from an empty cup. I didn't have nothing left. Man. You know, by the time, and I always say, I told my friend Aaliyah, shout out to Aaliyah Freshwater. Um, I told her that like, that COVID was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Because if I had kept going the way I was going before COVID, something bad was going to happen. Man, I was had, I was that. at it for destruction. Say because that. I was just giving, giving, giving. And I really didn't have nothing left to give. At but all. somehow I was finding some way to give. Right, exactly. Some way to continue giving. And then I got home and it was like and the person that went home versus the person that well, let me rephrase that. The person that first got to my mama's house versus the person that left my mama's house was two different people. And it was all because I finally got a chance to wait. No. Oh. <laughs> hey. Kobe just, I've been drinking. Corey, Corey, I've been drinking. But I'm not drunk. Let's clear that. That's not true. But Corey, Corey just leaned in so close to the mic. Tell him my shit. You got a natural pastor voice, bro. Like, anybody ever told you that? You ain't the first person to tell me that. I've heard that before. Pastor like, baby. Like, I can just, just hear you. Shut up. <laughs> I can just hear you saying, the Lord. What? I was down at First Baptist today, and Get Pastor Baby like was now. just a preacher. <laughs> Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Wait. Say, say, uh. <laughs> say, God is Say, good. repeat after me. <laughs> Shut the hell up. You gotta, you gotta I need to do that. No. <laughs> no. First of all, pastors get paid, so you gonna pay me to do that? Pastors get paid. <laughs> don't they though? And try to act like they really? don't. Pastors get paid. We need tithes and offering today. The church is struggling. Um, unless now listen. My uncle just gave 300 last Sunday. <laughs> how, how much are you struggling, Pastor? I'm weak. Okay, my next question. Wait, Corey, did you answer the question? What was the question? Your biggest regret at 2020. Biggest nope. regret? He didn't. Well, I've never answered that. Yeah, no. yeah, I did. I'm not spending my money correctly. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, you were first. Okay. Well, what what was your biggest blessing of 2020? Oh. Because now that and went there, God done blessed you with something, all right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't just go through that whole year without God getting Something positive. What did you say, big mm-hmm. Corey was probably a new fitted hat. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the only motherfucker I know that still wears fitted hats, dog. 
I got three minutes. Hey. Hey. I knew it. I got three minutes to go for a team. He from up north, though. That's what they do. That's their style. I was about to say, if y'all didn't know, Corey's from New York. Jersey. I'm from Jersey. Brooklyn. He from Jersey. He, he from Jersey. He from Brooklyn. He from Brooklyn. <laughs> I got a hundred guns on hundred clips. Cause nigga, I'm from New York. Hey, hey, hey Corey, the nigga that hoop in Tim's in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, show up. Hey, pass the rock, nigga. What's up? I'm like, hold on, this nigga got on Tim's. Uh-uh, that is. You hoop in Tim's? I'm done. He's there? Oh, yeah, you That was the only French shoes that I had. Oh, my God. And Tim's? How you get up off the ground? Oh, what do you mean? You like the nigga that hoop in jeans? They're heavy. I know you mean. First off, and hooping in jeans is probably <laughs> just as bad as hooping in town. Hey, listen, I am a real nigga. I keep basketball shorts under the jeans. You nigga. That way, because a one-on-one can hop out any time. All right, well, clearly, I'm not a real nigga. I'm going home and getting the jeans. Let this be known. Jesse Bell ain't hooping in no jeans <laughs> or no Tim. I'm going home and getting changed. Then I'll be back there and meet y'all. I think not. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-uh. You niggas have lost your mind. <laughs> Mm-mm. See, first off, I got beat up enough. Well, not beat up. Beat enough when I was young about playing in your school clothes and stuff. So I ain't hooping in no jeans. I ain't hooping in no Tim's. I'm going home getting changed. I'll meet y'all back there. Hey, that beat you from getting beat up playing in your school okay. clothes. Okay. Hold on, though. They really sent us to school in school clothes, expecting us not to go outside during recess, talking about why you got a grass stain Bridget on your white shirt. Did, Bridget did not play about me, about me. I'm like, Ma, what you mean why I got a grass stain? clothes. Let me have came home, and she found a new crease. That's real, though. A new stain That's real, or something. <laughs> It was all out ass whooping nah, in that that's house. That's real. That's real. So uh uh-uh. uh, no. Them school clothes will last you at least until the next school year. Exactly. Look, Bridget, and you dirtying them up because you want to play with John John and them outside. She still now will fight. Will be like, so you was out there playing in the. <laughs> I'm 26 years old. <laughs> no. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. I know better than that now. So I ain't falling for that trick no more. I will go home, change, and I'll meet y'all there. Shoot. So you gonna answer the question? Oh shit. What was the biggest blessing of 2020? <laughs> I was trying to before you niggas started coming for me. Here we go. If you I, wasn't from I, New York and we I, didn't I, get reminded on a daily basis. My, my, biggest, my biggest blessing of uh, 2020 would have been I mean, my health. I, mean, I feel like that's Ooh, bad. I, I, say that. I, yes. And, and, and I, I would say the health around me, period. I don't think I lost one person to COVID. That's a mm-hmm. blessing. That's big. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That is, that's very big. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to get serious, because if I was, you know, joking, I would say a bunch of bullshit. But if we're yeah. talking serious, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like a real blessing. I, I didn't lose no family members. That's a real blessing, because what, what's the, the, the number like? It's million. Yeah, I was about to say we over like yeah, five hundred thousand now. Like so, so that's that's a real blessing. No shit, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I I think I lost one friend doing shooting, which kind of hurt. But overall, like 
I think the people I've surrounded myself with had a good year in 2020. Yeah. Well, as health health wise, not a you know. Yeah, we yeah other yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. other things. <laughs> <laughs> ah shit! All right. <laughs> Biggest blessing in 2020. Um, shit. It's it's mm. Biggest blessing in 2020. I would say would make would be making it to 2021. Honestly, that's true. Cause. Like like we said, so much so many people have lost their lives due to COVID, mm. um, suicide during 2020 because they was forced to deal with things that they wasn't dealing with pre-COVID. Yeah. Um shootings, um, all all types of stuff. So keeping my sanity, this nigga just had a hole in his lip. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But yeah, um, making it to 2021, despite everything that happened in 2020, um, being alive to make it to 2021, that's getting another opportunity to make the next year better, the next day better, the next month better, whatever. You get another opportunity. God gave you another opportunity to, to go at it again and try harder, step harder, come harder. So... That I feel like is is a blessing within itself, cause I feel and I feel like everybody takes that for granted. Um, Do you believe in New Year's resolutions? Resolutions. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I ain't made. One. I won't say I believe in. I ain't made one in a minute. Probably since I was like. I mean, I girl. believe in one. I mean, you just stick to it. I mean, yeah, you stick to it. That's something that I do. I, I would say like, cause the thing is like. Every year is a, like you just say. Every year is an opportunity from God, for real, to move harder, to move better. Like my mantra this year is like to move, like not Ooh, like it, for real, like because I, I realize that's another thing I realized during COVID. I've been in the same spot for a long time. I'm Man. not I'm not afraid to admit that. Yeah. The mantra is to move, move up, move, move on. You know, because. A lot of people don't realize when you've outgrown something. And it's okay to outgrow things. Preaching, you know, Pastor. I, hey. hey. <laughs> Damn. It, it's all right. It's all right to outgrow things. And that's what I really learned during COVID is that I've been in the same spot for at least three years now. <sighs> it is time to move on. It's time to move up. It's time to move out. It's time to move away from the things God. that I have outgrown. Yes. And God keep trying to tell me in multiple ways, and that and that's what a lot of people don't understand. God, the universe, whatever you believe, will tell you multiple times when it's time to move away from the things you've outgrown. Mm. But you usually the one that's fighting it. Mm. But it's time to go. Hold on, let me shout right. Shut up. <laughs> let me shout right quick. This nigga is a gone. Preach. I, you know what? I'm not about to play with either. Good them. Lord, that's a, that is that's real though. Saying that, realizing during COVID, during the year 2021, and I feel like that's happened with a lot of. I know it's happened with a lot of people in my family, including me. Realizing that certain things you have to deal with and you have to let go. It is your time to let go. You have to move on. You can't be stagnant. And I feel like COVID in a lot of ways for a lot of people was that time. Yeah. COVID really ripped off the mask for yeah. a lot of people. Because you couldn't hide behind. You can't. Damn condoms too because niggas is 
babies. True. Good lord. Yes. Okay. Yeah, All there, right. There. I didn't know we was going there today. This is true. I'm There's a, a lot of babies now. Okay, huh? I would I'm just like to say I am happily, happily, not a father right now. That's what I meant. Me, my blessing. I ain't got nobody pregnant. I am still childless. And that's real, cause the amount of women and men that I seen have babies within 22 that was not ready, cause they was bored, cause they had nothing else to do. Hey, you bored? I'm bored. We both ain't got COVID. Let's make this happen. What's and y'all up? didn't have a PS4 in the house. I did. That's why I ain't got no babies. I mean, I, I left my PS4 here. I was really upset. I, well, I went home not thinking I was gonna be stuck at home. Mm-mm. So there was that. You thought the COVID was just 502. Well, no, home. I had went. No, I had went home for spring break. And then that's when everything Oh, okay. And so yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. And so I really was going to try to come back here. But then I was like, nah, let me just stay home. Because I would have had to come back anyway. So, you know. Yeah. I lied. I said, well, I didn't lie. I said the biggest blessing was making it to 2021. The biggest blessing was also COVID forcing me to realize my who I really was yeah. as a person. Forcing me to deal with things that I have not dealt with in years. I'm talking deaths, friendships, um, truths about myself, things that happened from my childhood. It was, COVID was a a forced therapy session that was unintentional. It was an eye-opener. I mean, you, you know, you was, yeah. I mean, you were stuck with yourself. Like, you, you, what, there right. wasn't nothing you could do for you real. You in a room for yourself for for the whole year from March all the way up until 2021 and still, possibly. I mean, because <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I mean, I know there's some people, you know, well, and, and this is the reason, I'm going to be honest. So one of my biggest blessings, obviously, was, you know, I got me a new little relationship and everything. Mm, shout out, shout out. Shout out to B, you know Yeah. But with that being said, she got two young nieces. My mom and my dad are also are above um, the age of like being high risk. So like, I am not, I am still not comfortable going to nobody's club, going being up in nobody's party. Because at the end of the day, we're going to go visit B's family. Right. She got two nieces under five that live with her mom. So, shut up. <laughs> Will. <laughs> so, like, they are easily susceptible to getting sick. I go home to either my parents' house. They easily susceptible to getting sick. I'm more worried about them than I am myself. And so until I get somebody shot, until I get somebody <laughs> vaccine, I ain't about to be up in no, I, I love y'all who work at Vibes, Misha and Lexi and all of them. I ain't about to be up in no Vibes. You ain't about to catch me at none of them part, nothing. Listen, cause I, cause I promise you the same shit gonna be there in 2022, 2023. That's my thing. I, I will see y'all during the summer when I can party it in and I got the vaccine. <laughs> Speaking of vibes, and we talking about social functions, can we just say COVID, we love you. I, well, we love you for what you have brought to us and making us realize who we are. We don't love you for taking the people away sure and taking us uh, taking the functions away. We don't love you for that. Can R&B we please, please have another R&B, Abe? I'm begging you. COVID, go away so we can have it. Oh my well, God. I work with DJ Honest Abe and uh, this is all I have to say. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> 
Don't get your hopes up on that one. Man, listen. <laughs> COVID took R&B was a vibe, man. Yeah. Where you can go, not have no worries about no fights, right. none of that. Because it ain't the type of music that's going to get you around up. Exactly. Won't nobody fight in. <laughs> ain't now, none of that. I was just as now. Now, there was times I niggas was, was stealing out the tip job. Yeah, but that ain't nothing to do with I me. I was just as drunk. As I would have been <laughs> at the oil spill. Right. You heard me? Yeah. Right. <laughs> as, as I was at R&B. But <laughs> you're right. They were like, it was all just good vibes. It was all just fun. Man. Everybody was just having a lot of fun. So do I miss it? Absolutely. Do I not miss making my flights for early morning and then being at R&B all night and having to go straight to the airport from R&B? No, I don't. But <laughs> I miss, I'm gonna tell you what I'm. Oh, can we talk about what we miss? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I miss going to RB. Pre, I miss pre gaming, going to RB, and then staying out of RB all night, leaving the RB, trying to figure out where we're going to get food, just to wake up at 9, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning to be at brunch and beast the next morning. Ooh, That's what I miss. Yeah. So I had to get fucked up all over again, to have those memories, yeah. to be like, yeah. you remember. You didn't even make it to B&B the next morning because you were fucked up from R&B. I really miss go and this is this messed up, but whatever. I would wake up on Sunday. So brunch of East is on Sunday, and I would wake up. I go to church. I come back from church, eat something real quick. I'd probably stop. I probably eat at church because I go to St. Stephen, so they have food at church. Mm-hmm. So I probably eat there. Then I come home, get changed, start drinking at my apartment, <laughs> take the bottle and the it. <laughs> And then meet Alyssa and all Good them. Lord, mercy. Oh my God. I'd be like, terrible. I'd be like, God forgive me, because I'd be up in there just acting <laughs> a clown. Look, it didn't gotta, make no sense. I got to get the word before I meet the devil. It didn't make no sense how much Alyssa used to be pissed because she'd be ready to go. Then they announced the after party. We drag her to the after party. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Let we would have been there, we would have been there drinking till 4:30. It just didn't make no sense. Let the record show that this is 21 and over things. Corey has not commented because he is not above the age of 21 yet. However, <laughs> however, his time is coming. His time is coming. It's the things that y'all have experienced because when I turned 21, I was in COVID. I do feel bad. I do feel bad. So y'all stories are but, a little out there right now. <laughs> Our stories, we sound like somebody's old head. Show you. You sound like the drunk uncle that you could I really, I do feel bad for anybody who did was not out to experience. Was not that. off yeah. the porch yet. But you there now. I mean, because when the time comes and it comes back, I promise you, it's a vibe you will never forget. Shout out to A for, yes. for R&B. Yes. Helping with R&B, DJing and all that. Speaking of drinking, Corey, if y'all did not know, Corey cannot drink. What? You can't drink. Who can't? Y'all. Hey. First off, anybody who knows me know that's the lie. I got the video proof to prove like, we haven't drank together in a while. But we just seen you at your birthday. And we got alcohol right here. shots. I thought I was going to be fucked up, for sure. But oh, we, we did see you that day, and you right. was pretty. Right. Yeah, you but was pretty. You have yeah. not drank together. We have. We have. We need yeah. to do that yeah. because... I mean, we got liquor right here. We got wine. No, 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 no. We got some dark. No, no, no. Jesse has to go to work tomorrow. Nah. He has to go to work tomorrow. We'll so. don't. We'll don't. So what's up? Shit. Okay, well, I, I guess they will be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> 
how about that? Because Jesse has to be up in a couple hours. Uh, but you didn't answer. What, what? What's your? What's the question? Yeah, you was just talking about blessings. I was. I know you ain't asking me. I've been no, drinking. That that hell. The hell is wrong with you? I've been answering that question. I, you want your third cup? Oh, you oh, ain't asking. Right. Oh, everybody okay. asked. No, I said my. I said my relationship. Okay, I, I am in a nice. Can we talk about the presidents? The and what? vice president. The vice president. The vice president and president. Oh, what you want to talk about them for? I just want to All say. I want is Biden to give me my money. <laughs> That's where I was going. That's where I was going. I really have, I mean, I know a lot of people had, I mean. Did you think, did anybody think Trump was really going to win? Again? Oh, absolutely not. Did you, Corey? No. I mean, I knew he wasn't going to win before, but especially once COVID happened and people found out he knew first and, uh, you know, I, I knew he wasn't going to win. But I know a lot of people had reservations about Kamala and everything. Um, this is all I got to say. Y'all still be careful because she will still lock y'all up. Don't, don't get too excited. <laughs> but that was her job. She was a prosecutor. She's a prosecutor. That's like getting mad at the handyman for fixing your next door neighbor that you don't like slop. It, it's just, there were just some things that I read. This is all I got to say about that. This is all I got to say about that. You, and I could be wrong for making this statement. I am not in her position. Never been in her position. Probably won't ever be in her position. But I, I do know that there are some politicians who don't do things that they wouldn't normally do just to get it. That's what I'm saying. And so there's there are some Stacey Abrams, shout out to her. But <laughs> there are some politicians who they are not going to sell their soul just to get ahead. And there are just some things that I have read, she has done, and participated in mm-hmm. that here in her platform running for vice president, I don't think she probably would have done had power not have been behind them decisions. But that's her, that's her past. She's the vice president now, that is what it is. But like I said, y'all don't get too happy because she will still lock y'all asses up. <laughs> but uh, uh, but say, <laughs> outside of that one, you know. I'ma say, don't get too happy because you're my cat. That's crazy. I'm about to be running around now, just ride. No, no, no. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, you must not know. Kamala's president. Like, VP, check me. I'm good with her. Nah, he's still a nigga. I'm about to say, they will still. And niggas just, like I said, just ride. No, no. They feel like your ass. I'ma say, I don't. Mm. Oh. Do I want to say what I want to say? I mean, my brother. You're right, because I've been drinking. <laughs> so, anyway. Personally, I personally do not have anything against Kamala being in office. I I also, however, am not, I'm not the nigga you want to come to. If you want to know everything about politics, don't come to me, because I am not the one to sit here and tell you this person did X, Y, and Z. She's running for, look, I don't know shit about shit. I'm, I'm, I'm very check my resume I am very skilled at telling you what I do not know <laughs> I promise you so when it comes I am trying to do better though however because I am a young black man in America and politics is very important when it comes to us black people in general in yeah. politics we have to be educated yeah, about that God black people please so, yeah. and so I am trying to do better at getting educated about that however 
having Kamala in office as a VP, as a black woman, set that says volumes for black little black girls across America. Oh, for sure. Like I that I take pride in that there is a black woman. She might not, she may or may not be good for for us as a people. Don't ask me because you're not gonna get a straight answer because I don't know because I ain't read the shit about now, shit. I'm wait. still on it. Now don't get me wrong. Now anybody who knows me knows I'm for us now. So don't get me wrong. The image that it projects to any little black girl um, is the, the impact. I don't have words for. Yeah. Because yeah. like, because like, okay, I'll give you a personal example. My uncle Rennie, my aunt Cassie, my mom's sister's husband, used to tell me all the time because. Like, I've always been a talker from the time I was little. So he used to tell me all the time, Jay gonna be the next president. I know he gonna be the president when he grow up. <laughs> da, 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 da. Like, he used to always, and even like, even now, like when he text, when he texted me on my birthday and was like, happy birthday, Jay. I'm still waiting on you to become the next president. Like, he tell me that all the time. But being little, like, you know, I heard that, but representation is an important thing. So, Very. although I'm hearing Very. that, there's never been a black man. How do I know that, you know, I could ever get that far? And so when Barack, you know, got in office, that did a whole new thing for my mental because man, it was saying say that. everything say that. Uncle Rennie used to tell me, drunk or not, it, it was true. You know, I can't do that. You know, and so the thing, the you know, the representation that Kamala is, you know, Presenting mm-hmm. is at its worst, especially, especially, especially because she went to an HBCU, and I don't think people Ooh, know, say I don't that. Think people know how big of a deal that is. Like, you know, HBCUs are constantly getting shit on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my mama went to one, so I ain't hearing none of that. I got accepted to multiple. I should have went to one, but that's all. Piss you did. I'm all, mad because I didn't know that. <laughs> almost all of my friends from back home went to HBCUs. Hampton, Norfolk State, Spelman, Morehouse. I didn't know that because you got mm-hmm. in the uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you got in the Howard. And there and you go. So, yeah, I remember exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so I know plenty, plenty, plenty of people who went to HBCUs who are wildly successful, but they are constantly getting shitted on and constantly being... You know, people act as though they just are just second class or whatever. And so what a lot of people don't understand is how big of an impact that has. You know, not only is she a black woman doing these things, and woman... Okay, because not a, she got two strikes against her already. Man, black, she's black and, and she's woman, a woman, and which is bullshit. You like, I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> if we gonna talk about it, let's talk about it. Niggas <laughs> act like women ain't fucking uh. Niggas act like women can't do the shit men do. Let keep it real, man. Women do. Some, I know some women that do more than. I'm about to say, oh, most. Let's keep it I'm real. About to say, let's be real honest. Most women. Let me take a step further. Most black women. 
do way more. <laughs> Somebody yeah. asked me the other day what black women meant to me. Meant to me, I said they are the epitome of everything is gonna be all right. Oh, they do anything that they will good. make. They will let you if, if if there is anything a black woman knows how to do, it is to survive. Oh, oh, I was. Do you just, hear me? I was just having this conversation the other day. Like, I was just having this conversation about my mother and like my grandmother and my great-grandmother. I mean, they didn't have the option of breaking down and then and, and, and that wasn't a choice. Was not there was no time no, for okay we gonna cry right and now they or go, none of that and no. they go through everything that every other person goes through every emotion that every other person goes through and then you know something could happen in their lives a tragedy could happen they have to keep going they don't have Man, no they choice. don't they don't have they literally do not have a choice they don't have that option and if you ain't never had a hug from an older black woman. Listen, listen. <laughs> when you want to say I, that you felt your ancestors hug you listen, and tell you, hey, baby, everything's going to be, we going to get through this. Listen. You ain't got to worry about that. Whenever my nana wrap them little arms around me and say, hey, <laughs> baby, I just be ready to. <laughs> <laughs> say that. Say, that's, that's facts, though. That I is mean, facts. I just be. <laughs> that is facts, man. Like, uh-uh. I remember one time I was going through it so bad, hadn't hugged my nana in a minute. I just went up to her said, now I need a hug. She wrapped them arms around me so quick, tears started coming out instantly. I, I was about to say Instantly. Because you feel it. It, was, it can't be spoken. You just feel it. It was about a year ago I went to home to my nana. Like, I ain't seen, and I, I just know, like, when I do see my nana again, I will cry. Because it had been more than a year now since we've been down to see her because of COVID. She's, my nana's 85. Ooh, man. And we just do not want to, you know, um, to go and put her at risk. And I, one day I had called her because I call my nana every week, multiple times a week, just talk to her. She has dementia. And so some days it's harder to talk to her than others. But one day she called, I called and I was talking to her and she was like, well, you know, nobody wants to come see me. And she started crying. And y'all. <laughs> Man, man, that's bad. I, I ain't never had a breakdown like that. And I called my mama immediately. I said, one of us needs to go see her now. I was like, I don't care. I was like, I don't care what needs to happen. Cause uh-uh. Like, whenever she whenever she embraces me, I just Child. It's just something about the touch. It's something about the feel. You just feel it. You, it cannot be spoken about. You just feel it. It has to be felt. I don't know what it is, though. But I, I love it. I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. Oh, for real. The day I lose my nana, y'all got to put me in a casket. Oh. Oh. I'm not you random games. give you a hot hug. Y'all ain't putting you Put me in the casket with her. I got to go with No, I know. I got to go with her. I'm getting in there with her. I agree. The day my nana goes. Showing up at judgment day like, God, you thought you had her. Y'all better. But you got us. Y'all better throw me in that casket too. Because I don't know what I'm going to do. Listen. I don't know, like... And like, I, I just don't know what I'm gonna do because that, like, like we just said, like seeing her is just the epitome of strength. Man. Like knowing, I don't know, I don't, I may, I only know, I guess, a quarter of the things that my nana has been through. Right. You know, I don't know the half. Yeah. And even the quarter of the stuff that I know, I don't know that I would have been able to do it. Like yeah. I, you know, I mean. 
it's just it's it's beyond belief. And so, anyway, the point is having Kamala in office just represents things that if I I'm not gonna say that, but it just represents. So. <laughs> I, well, I was having a con. This, this is what I'll say. I was having a conversation with a friend, um, and we were saying my my friend is half black and half um, Hispanic, and we were both saying that like if you really because a tiny bit of my background, real quick. My mom was born in '58. Mm-hmm. My nana was born in. 1920 something I can't remember both Alabama both like segregated Alabama right and I have seen you know the house that my mama grew up in my mama grew up with multiple I'm not gonna say I'm in multiple siblings right (laughs) and and, you know and my nana had multiple siblings and everything like that they I mean seeing where they both you know well at least seeing where my mom came from and everything. I mean, I'm from Alabama as well, but things were a lot, obviously, a lot different by the time I came along. I couldn't imagine, you know, um, working through the things that they work through and doing the things that they do to become the women that they are now. And me and my friend were having a conversation that we were both saying, if you didn't grow up, not necessarily seeing your mother or your parents struggle because you, you don't have to do all that. Right. But if you didn't grow up seeing, you know, a parent who is like a minority, mm-hmm. you know, from where they came from and everything like that, nine times out of ten, not saying you won't, but a lot of times, like, a, you won't understand right. why you hustle the way you do or, or grind the way you do, you know, it, not saying that you won't ever feel that, but some people don't, you know? Some yeah. people don't. And it's it's a whole nother feeling to actually um, see that, you know, and, and just get a glimpse of the things that they would have gone through to get where they are now. Because I know, you know, I, my mom has told me herself, growing up as a little girl in Alabama, she had never think she was going to see some of the things she's seen that's and crazy done and done some of that's the things that's crazy my auntie had told me the same thing man you know it, yeah. you, you don't think that you, you're not thinking like that and so I know Kamala probably sitting in that office thinking the same thing and it's, and it's crazy when you got like the burden of your, your ancestors on your back when you like you in the office now so it's like what you gonna do like it's, it's up to you we depending on you now you got you got that expectation. You got to carry that torch now because you represent all the little black girls right. across America from age newborn to, to 90, 80 years old that would have never thought they would have seen this and those that have been waiting to see this. Right. Like, you got you got that burden. So I just feel like with her being in office, it, it means more than what... It means more than just a black woman is in office. That's, that's things that... People that are still living would have thought they never would have seen ever. That's true. That's ever. That's true. That's that's heavy. That that's very true. Cause you got you know older people that are living that you know been through the Great Depression and segregation and all that. They I was watching this video. There was this video. Did this video circulating on Twitter, and um, I bought the book on Amazon, and I'm waiting on it to get here. It's called Driving While Black. 
And it's about over for that a few times. Well, no, it's about traveling during segregation, like the the hoops and stuff that yeah. black people had to go through yeah. just to get where they was going. You know, back then, like I mean, I was watching the video on Twitter about the, this older man saying that like you couldn't pay with the twenty when you were getting gas. Um, depending upon your gas tank because the white person did not want to touch you so therefore they would not give you chance. That's correct. Wow. Come on, bro. That's, man. And like, there was this older woman on the video saying how like, you know, they would be traveling and stuff like that as a younger girl and they would have to bring like canisters and stuff like that like with them to use the bathroom because yep, they yep, didn't know yep. when they were going to be able And I remember like, that like, brought back a little bit of memories for me because my um, Uncle James, my mom's brother, this is only one generation away, y'all. My mom's brother was telling me one time about my mommy, her, their grandmother, uh-huh. um, cooking chicken and pound cake because chicken and pound cake um, travels well. Right. Um, before they got ready to like go on trips and stuff because that limited them stopping because you didn't know exactly where you could stop. Limit your interactions with with white people. And it did not be a negative Right, right. So, you know. What you, oh, I thought you was. I should always (laughs) What? Drink my shit. Now, why would I drink the... All right, all right. Jesus Christ. We just... Anyway, before we wrap this up, what is something that you are looking forward to in 2021? Getting hit. No, I'm playing. Whoa, say it again. You said getting what? Head. H-E-A-D. Floppy toppy. Oh, my God. He's wild. Trying to get that throat cold. Jesus. Sick. Oh, my goodness. Go, go. Jesus Christ, how do we go from talking about our nights and the progress black people have made to about heads? They talk about black black men's mental health. You know what I'm saying? You feel like that helps you? That helps mental health. All right. That ass. Say less. My my whole mental goes positive. I ain't gonna argue with you. All right. And I go to sleep. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's it's, it's a a double whammy. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 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 Niggas don't want to wrap this up. <laughs> what you looking forward to in 2021? <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to spashing. Uh, this man said, "Hey, I ain't gotta look forward to that in 2021 because I can. I'm getting ready to go. You know what? Whoa! I, I my, talk your shit. Then. I ain't getting my ass. Shout out to B. Shout out to B. Shout out to B. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What are you looking forward to in 2021, Justin? Um. Mo money. I got me a big boy job now, so Ooh, Mo money. Say that. Big boy job. He said big boy job mean big boy dollars. Big boy dollars mean big boy move. All notorious. Listen, speaking of big boy dollars, one last thing I got to say before we wrap this up. Insurance is motherfucking expensive. <laughs> I did that. I said, what the? I just want to say insurance along with campus parking is a scam. I don't know how long and how hard I have to stress that, but that is a damn scam. Yeah, it is a scam. Why okay. am I paying for parking for a campus I pay tuition for? That's true. I right. pay to keep these lights on. Okay, biggest thing I'm looking forward to in 2021? Yes. Yes. Okay. Besides here. I'm not even looking forward to that. I'm, I'm a- Celebrate. 
Yes. Yeah. Whoa. I'm celibate is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a re, I'm a reborn again man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm not in. I'm, I mean, I'm into that. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to say is, I don't need that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm found myself spiritually. Right. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> damn, nigga. <laughs> that was the shit. What is that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Found it. That's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to be like, you know what I'm saying? I used to like that shit. Yeah. Used to be out. Niggas used to need that. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Like that's just fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But once you get caught up in that, you stop chasing your your dream. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So you on a mission? I'm on a mission, bro. Once you're on a mission, you stop thinking about sexual activity. Yeah. CIA agent. That's straight there. You know what I'm saying? Tunnel vision. Tunnel. Ooh. Tunnel vision. Yes. 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 You see all the extra shit. So, um, looking forward to 2021 is finding my plan B and C. I have a plan A, but I never had a plan B and C. After talking to some old heads, they was like, you need plan B and C. That's how you end up doing shit you don't want to do when you get older. That's, hey, that's really good advice. Right, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I need to find my plan B and C so that when plan A don't work, if plan A don't work, I got something to fall back. Hey, that's some real good advice, for real. That's heavy. All right, Will. Oh, shit. <laughs> What am I looking forward to in 2021? Um, I'm looking forward. <laughs> I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to everything life has to bring. I'm gonna be honest, good and bad. I'm ready for it all. Cause I feel like 2020. I like I said, I found myself, found out who I was. Figured out what was good for me, what wasn't meant for me, the things I had to deal with, the things I didn't need to deal with, things I had to cut off. So 2021, I'm prepared for whatever comes my way. I'm ready for the good and the bad and everything in between. Whatever whatever that may be, whatever God got from whether it's a new job, new people that come into my life, the lessons that I need to learn, the lessons that I shall teach to the other people. I'm ready for all of it. I'm ready for There you go. Say that. Say that. One word to sum it up. When I'm ready for 2021, I'm ready for growth. That's the end of the daily do-rag. That is the word. Nigga wrapped it up. Nigga wrapped it up. Hold on. Growth. Hold on. Look, hold on. Wait, wait. Wait. Really? Back in his head. Now, Niggas want they ass whooped before the Now see, we ain't seen your headline in three years with the fitted hat. I'm gonna tell me about a hairline. Last time I had a haircut. Niggas said with the fitted cat never seen your I've only seen you with a do-rag and a fitted cap on, but you talk about You know what? You know what? We not gonna talk about that. That is the end of Daily Do-Rag. I'm about to say, let me wrap this up. Good night, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs>